are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It's going well. Check out that Peacock and Williamson podcast. It's good stuff every day coming right at you. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Matt, today we're going to answer some <laughs> listener questions. These are some of my uh, some of my favorite shows we do. Long overdue. Yes, yeah, it has been a while. We get to cover a lot of different topics and obviously hear from the people who support us. So let's get right to it. Uh, first one comes from uh, at Addy Ocklock on Twitter. Probably butchered that one. Uh, is David Montgomery a sell after finishing hot last season? Uh, now with more running back competition, how high of a pick could he land? Uh, Matt, I've got some some actual trades that are happening in Dynasty Leagues. I'll get to those in just mm, a moment okay. to give us an idea on Montgomery's value. But what are your thoughts overall on him? Are you, are you buying into him? Is is what we saw late in the season the real Montgomery, or, or, or is that kind of fool's gold? Well, I, I mean, I think that... Going forward, having a very good running quarterback usually helps the running back. It's just harder to, mm-hmm. to to key on that guy. I don't know that our audience or the national public realizes how effective and how productive Montgomery was as a receiver last year. I mean, I understand right. Tariq Cohen's coming back, but I don't know that that's a facet that's just going to go away for Montgomery. And I think the offense is better now, you know, so the pie might be a little bigger. I was never a big fan. I don't own him anywhere. I mean, he's not the kind of player people draft and you go, wow, great pick, you know, but he's pretty solid running back that you start every week easily. So looking at some trades, again, these come from the Dynasty Trade Finder at Dynasty League Football, which searches actual Dynasty Leagues to find trades that have gone down, giving you a good idea of player value. The most recent one, David Montgomery was actually used uh, to it, improve a draft pick. So it's David Montgomery and the 1.06. This is a one-quarterback league, by the way. So mm-hmm. we're talking maybe that's Jalen Waddell or Devontae Smith, something like that, along with Montgomery for the 1.03. So Montgomery and the 1.06 for the 1.03. Uh, you know, that that's, that's likely Chase or ETN or Najee Harris. And I would... I would take that side versus Montgomery and Waddle. Yeah, I think it's a little misleading because I would too, and that feels like I'm bashing Montgomery. I just don't want to pick six this year. You know, I, I think yeah. the top yeah. five are three running backs, Pitts and Chase. You know, so six to five is a jump. Six to three is a big jump. So I, I guess that's fair. You know, Montgomery, like to me, I'd rather Montgomery than the sixth pick. Yeah, yeah, I would as well. But that you make a good point that it's really all about those uh, those tiers in mm-hmm. rookie ranks. Uh, here's one that is just Montgomery for some picks. 
Montgomery for the 1.10 and 3.10. Well, that's an easy Montgomery, one. You, you already yeah. said you want Montgomery over over the six. Yeah, uh, so yeah. we certainly would take him over the 10 and the, and the 3.10 as well. One more that involved some draft picks. Uh, let's see. David Montgomery for the 1.08 and a couple of later picks. We're talking about fourth and fifth round rookie picks. Uh, so again, I'm taking Montgomery over that 1.08, and I think you can get him for that. I don't. Th- I think most people would say if you offered the Montgomery owner or the 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 point uh, 1.06 owner Montgomery straight up for that, I think most people say no, no. But I think you can get him for seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth pick in the first round, and I would do that. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Yesterday we talked about Trey Sermon and his outlook. We've got a question about him here. This is from at Dynasty Pigskin 5. Does Trey Sermon have the talent to be a top 10 dynasty running back this time next year? The situation helps, but I'm thinking just about talent. Uh, it's it's tough now that we know the landing spot and the draft capitals to, to separate those from talent. Talent alone, does Sermon have what it takes to be a top 10 dynasty back, Matt? That's pretty rich. You know, I mean... Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, there was five good guys drafted who I thought were more talented last year and two this year. That makes them eighth right there just in first and second year players, talent-wise. And some of those guys won't be in the top ten, of course. You know, could he get there in terms of top ten production? Yeah, but I I don't think he's one of the top ten most talented backs in the league ever. Right. I, I do think we're going to see a major shakeup when it comes to the top 10 running backs over the next year. Uh, currently, you look at that group, Derrick Henry at 27 years old is in that group. We've got uh, three guys who are, are 25 and older. And again, that's that's certainly not old, but we know how the running back position works at this point. That really, once you get to that second contract, dynasty managers start to devalue the position Uh, that's that's Nick Chubb Alvin Kamara Dalvin Cook all 25 years of age uh, currently so not that those players are going to fall out of the top 10 but as I said I I think at the very least we see we see a shakeup at the position Um, and maybe that means Najee Harris or or Travis Etienne or Antonio Gibson can sneak into that top 10 range I don't think it would be Sermon. Uh, I think just everything would have to go perfectly in San Francisco for him to be valued like that. Including Shanahan dedicating himself to one guy, which that family doesn't do. Right. Good question here from Dynasty Bennett. How did Travis Etienne go from being 1A, 1B with DeAndre Swift? He's talking about uh, going back uh, over a year ago when we thought Etienne would be part of that 2020 class. How does ETN go from being 1A, 1B with DeAndre Swift to now being ranked in the 3 to 5 range in this year's rookie draft? Uh, I mean, he, he got the draft capital. I'm, I'm okay with the landing spot, even though James Robinson is there. Uh, but it's, it's a good question. It seems like ETN has lost some value. I, th- I think part of that is just the fact that he went back to school. Some dynasty mm-hmm. players... Uh, are concerned about those those four year uh, college players. Um, so he's he's a year older. Um, again, obviously not old. Uh, I think he's I think he's twenty two still. Um, so not a concern. But it would have been nice to have him a year earlier. 
for me, a lot of it is just the uh, the rise of Kyle Pitts. He's he's pushed everyone down. Um, obviously, Najee Harris went back to school and and improved his draft stock and his dynasty value as well. Uh, and, and then Jamar Chase is just one of the best wide receivers we've seen in years. So I I don't think. I don't think it's really anything ETN did to to lose value or to fall in rankings. No, and I actually think he became a better receiver over the past year. Um, yeah. Not pass blocker, but receiver. Um, some of these things bug me because I remember like when Matt Leiner came out or he went back to school. Why did Matt Leiner go back to school? He'd have been the first pick overall in the draft, slam dunk. Would he? You know, it's different when you actually are <laughs> eligible and people break you down and and you're compared to, you know, the Swifts and Dobbins and Taylors and let alone Edward Solaire who went ahead of all of them last year. I mean, would ATN really have gone at the top of that would have been six pack of running backs, those five plus him? Maybe, but I'm not so sure that he was clearly better than Akers, Taylor, Dobbins, you know, some of the guys that aren't even mentioned here. So I, I, it's one thing I've just learned NFL wise. I hesitate that, boy, if he would have came out last year, he would have been a top 10 pick or, you know, because Right. The second you don't declare, nobody cares about you anymore, and they, they stop breaking down all your weaknesses. Yeah, one one thing we'll never know is what if it was Travis Etienne who the Chiefs selected with the last pick in the first round mm-hmm. in 2020 instead of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We, we kind of know the profile that they were looking for there based on their picks, so... That could have been ETN, if and if it was him, then yeah, he would have been the 101 in rookie drafts, just as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was in so many. Matt, when we come back, we will take some more listener questions. Hey fans, listen up. Nugenex, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, and one of my favorite products, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get a complimentary bottle of Nugenex Total Tea, Text the word DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, all one word, all caps, to 231-231. The unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels to increase energy and lean muscle mass. Uh, Plus, if you text now, they'll include a bottle of Nugenex Thermo, their their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients that help you get back in shape absolutely free. So again, text the word DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Thanks so much. Message and data rates may apply. Matt, our next question comes from at Pigskin Sunday. He says, right now there's a group of second-year running backs he mentions Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who are all fairly close in ADP. If you had to pick one, which back is most likely to lose value a year from now? For fast-forwarding to May 2022 ADP. Uh, so he, he mentioned there Akers, Dobbins, Swift, and Edwards-Alaire. We also have Antonio Gibson in that same range as well. What do you think, Matt? Which one of those guys, we'll, we'll throw Gibson into that group, is most likely to lose value over the next 12 months? That's really tough. <laughs> I like that group a lot. Uh, I do too. I like them all. Yeah. I think Edwards Allaire's a, a buy right now, and I wasn't big on him a year ago. I wasn't into that hype train. You know, Swift just got a better offensive line. 
I have to think Dobbin starts catching some passes, probably not a ton. Mm. I believe Akers is clearly the one, and it's absolutely his backfield. I love Gibson's talent, but I'm going to say Gibson, just because I think he has the most work to do with the nuances of the position, and maybe he doesn't get there, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, this is tough for me as well. I'm I'm honestly between Dobbins and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but I, I don't think either of them fall off too much. Both of those players are currently second-rounders in our startup ADP. So I, I, I'm just I, – I love this group, like you said, and um, the, the young running backs in the league that have come in – the past two years are, are exciting and, and really changing the position. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I guess I would go with Dobbins if I had to choose one. Uh, he's, he's just so high, basically a, a, an early second rounder, sometimes sneaking into the first round. And I'm worried about those, that pass catching role as well. Mm-hmm. Matt, our next two questions fit together, uh, talking about the wide receiver position. This one is from at Chief Dog 10. What's your strategy for the top 20 wide receivers? Would you sell any of the young guys and take a profit? He mentioned specifically Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, C.D. Lamb, all top five dynasty wide receivers, according to recent ADP. Uh, similar question from at Dynasty Learn. Has the talent at the wide receiver position gotten so deep that running backs and tight ends should be the priority in startups. For instance, is Chase really more valuable than Kyle Pitts? I love both, but I can find good wide receivers later. Matt, we talked a lot over the past year or so about uh, about this exact topic and the depth of the wide receiver position. And now here, just over the past week or so, we've we've been given another five, six, seven, ten wide receivers who are going to have some pretty significant value. You look at the guys at the top, Brown, Jefferson, and Metcalf, and and C.D. Lamb, the, the young guys, and then throw in Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs, the, the veterans who still have a ton of value. And then you can look, uh, look pretty far down this list. I mean, Jerry Judy is wide receiver 25 right now. Galladay is wide receiver 27. Tyler Boyd's wide receiver, 35, Lockett, 38. Um, I mean, even if you want to go down to wide receiver, you know, 50, it's Michael Gallup and Robbie Anderson. These players that are good. Yeah. Could, could be fantasy starters for you uh, in, in most weeks. So in general, from a team building standpoint, if you're, if, if you're in a startup right now, are you focusing on the running back and, and maybe even the tight end position knowing that you can get wide receivers that can contribute later in the draft. Yeah, I feel stronger and stronger about this by the day. You know, that the answer is yes. That if I'm going to do a startup, it's going to be a while until I draft a receiver. For all these reasons that you just mentioned, let alone you can get the quote old guy like Julio for really cheap. You know, and I don't mind starting Julio for two years, you know. Or yeah. you know, Julio's wide receiver twenty nine, man. Right, he's Julio freaking wide Jones, receiver twenty nine. You know? Right, and I mean, so as a rule of thumb, and I haven't in, uh, implemented this yet, and I think this was really well worded, especially that first uh, question. I think I'm all about flipping young receivers for big profits. You know, if you drafted Jefferson at one eight last year, 
got a great year out of him and can get, you know, a, a stud back and a pick, like, yeah, sign me up. And I'll take Tyler Lockett and Julio Jones and still start them every week. Yeah, so I, I like that as well. I would be trying to do kind of a, a stair-step approach. I don't think you have to go from Jefferson or Brown or Metcalf, you know, down to that wide receiver 30 or 40 mm-hmm. range. But see if you can drop down to DJ Moore, who's wide receiver nice, 9, nice or, or or Terry McLaurin, is wide receiver 14. And then you can flip those guys. And they're like one year older. Right. Flip those guys for Chase Claypool, wide receiver 22, Jerry Judy, 25, Deontay Johnson, 26. And and every trade you make, you're picking up a draft pick or a veteran running back or a tight end upgrade or, or whatever that can help your team. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, like the, uh, I like the idea as well. Yeah, I think that's good business. Next question comes from at Fab Falco. He says, quick predictions for the top five at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end 12 months from now. So I think he's he's speaking about ADP there. Uh, And I just uh, just shared this on Twitter a couple days ago, Matt. Let me run over it for you. And uh, we we won't lay down the exact top five. Uh, yeah, I wish I knew. Now, but... I would go out and make a lot of trades. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real quick question uh, let me for know you. The... Is there any incoming rookie that could Kyle Pitts that situation and you know be in that conversation? I don't think there's a quarterback, right? I'm, I've never seen a tight end besides Pitts that comes in the league as a top five guy. Right, yeah. I really don't think there is. We, there's Saquon, um, again, like the... running back, you know. There's really not. Yeah. I mean, if you want to fast forward to 2023, there's some uh, some running backs, especially that would be maybe already valued that highly. But next year, I, I don't think any 2022 rookies are going to be top five at at this point. Right. If we're talking not about May, right? May ADP, I don't think so. Right. Currently, our quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Justin Herbert. So definitely some competition there. We could obviously see Dak mm-hmm. get in Dak there. Deshaun mind, Watson. Yeah. yeah, Deshaun Watson is the wild card that uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens with him. And, uh, and then Trevor Lawrence is, is an option as well. So any of those names you would uh, feel safe in projecting to fall out of the top five? And if so, who replaces them? I think Deshaun replaces somebody. He's going to play football again so you think, in a better situation yeah. than he was at. And he's really good at football, and he's really good at scoring fantasy points. And if we're talking a year from now, everything I've heard is the worst-case scenario um, is a year suspension. So if it's May 2022, he served a year suspension. Now he's playing for Denver, and he's got these wide receivers to throw to. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, right. That's He's going to be playing for somebody. And it's be better than where he was, and he's still not going to be old. I think he's a top five guy next year at this time. Top five running backs currently. This is this is where I think we'll see some turnover. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. To me, there is no chance that Cook and Kamara are top five running backs this time next year uh, when it comes to ADP. 
I, I just don't see right. it happening. We've got lots of players that could replace them. So many. Uh, Cam Akers. Right. Yeah, all, really, a lot of the players we just talked about, Cam Akers. Najee. Uh, you know. Swift, Gibson, right. right, Harris, ETN, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, any, really, any of those. Along those lines, who, I was offered a trade like an hour ago in Superflex. Sam Darnold and Edwards-Alaire for Kamara. Would you do that? Um, doesn't sound super sexy, but Kamara could be worth No, I wouldn't do I that. I said no, but, uh, I mean, it crossed my mind. I'm like, that's not a terrible offer. It doesn't look good on the surface, but, you know, quarterbacks are valuable. Yeah, I, I think you could pull more out of that mm-hmm. one. Future I, I, would, I would try to pull some more. Um, do you agree Cook and Kamara would, would be falling out? Yeah. Very much and, so. And Especially of course, Cook. Yeah, yeah, I think Swift and Akers are the two most likely players to replace them, but maybe it's Najee Harris. Yeah, I think that's very possible. I mean, a guy like the, Gibson that we talked about earlier could skyrocket. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys yeah. that have high ceilings. The top five wide receivers, four of them are already super young, being, uh, I guess, third-year players or younger. A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, D.K. Metcalf, C.D. Lamb. Uh, if they're there already, probably not going anywhere. Tyreek Hill is wide receiver five. Uh, I definitely would not be surprised if Jamar Chase is Chase, in this yeah. conversation this time next year. Ridley? I don't know if he has that high a ceiling. Yeah. Production, I think he has the ceiling. A value, I don't think he does. I mean, he's right. He, he's wide receiver eight currently, but he's... 26 years old, and uh, we saw Stefan Diggs do it this year, gain value as a as a 26, 27-year-old, but it's it's still very rare. Yeah. So He's not that special. I, That's I, a bad example. I think where we are with Ridley right now is, is probably just about the peak of his value. Uh, what about Brandon Ayuk? Ooh, that seems rich, but man, top five with the receivers that are out there in the world right now. No, hard, hard to see it, hard to see okay. it, but I mean, I think he could be top 10, you know, I mean, he's just not AJ Brown, you know I mean? In terms of the gifts he has, but I don't know that anybody else from this draft class besides chase could be in that conversation. They're all little. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> top five tight ends, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, tight end three, Darren Waller and TJ Hawkinson. We don't, we, we know Pitts is not going anywhere. He's the top five guy. I think Hawkinson is as well. Uh, Kittle will certainly still be a top, uh, top five dynasty tight end. I would assume Travis Kelsey will be 32 years old. Darren Waller will be 29 years old. Not a slam dunk that those guys are top five valued tight ends at this point a year from now. Uh, maybe it's Noah Fant who sneaks in there. Maybe it's Irv Smith. Uh, now that he's uh, the starter in Minnesota, Dallas Goddard, we just keep waiting on. He kind of feels almost feels like a Calvin Ridley situation that he's he's kind of peaked value wise. Yeah, Waller and it, Kelsey tight ends fade away slow. I mean, we've seen that with yeah, these guys. That's true. And there are some good young ones, and I always get enamored with some of these young guys. And, you know, Waller a year ago wasn't worth much. And Andrews could easily get back in the top five, you know, somebody like that. 
But I got to think Kelsey and Waller value will start to wane a year from now. I mean, what's the chances Kelsey has the same year he did now? Well, yeah, he had he had one of the best tight end seasons Never, ever, right, so right. not not a good chance. Uh, more than likely, we see at least one of those quote unquote older guys still hanging around, either Kelsey or Waller. Uh, probably Kelsey, based on that name value. Um, so yeah, maybe it's Fant replacing Waller, something like that. Yeah, I think that's possible. All right, Matt, that will do it. We will get to uh, one more question after this break. Folks, I've been telling you a lot about Bet Online. They're the fastest and easy, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They even cover awards, TV shows, reality TV. I know the NFL's over, but you can still do prop future bets and prop bets and things like that as well. Um, the NHL and NBA playoffs are right around the, the corner as well. Uh, they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Uh, they have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. Bet online is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. you got to use our promo code, though, Locked On, all one word, all caps. If you, you can do it at their website or on your mobile device. It's super easy. And with that promo code Locked On, you get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I've also told you guys a lot about Built Bar. Built Bar is a big hit in our house, and when a box arrives, they do not last long. I can promise you that. Um, it, the taste is obviously a key point here, but the, uh, <laughs> the nutrition that they bring is unbelievable as well. They, they have 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors to go along with their 12 original flavors. Uh, I just found, kind of stumbled into the raspberry one. I hadn't had that before. I liked it quite a bit. Um, they're super healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy or woman out there. Um, they help you lose and lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Uh, they're great for people using the keto diet. Um, I've mentioned before some of the play, flavor profiles. Let's tell you about peanut butter. There's only there's 19 grams of protein in peanut butter, the flavored ones. There's 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. Some of them are a little bit even different, like uh, cookies and cream, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carb. So here's what you do. Go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's wrap up today with one more question. This comes from at RC underscore Starlings. He wants to know what is the current dynasty value of Devontae Adams? Uh, well, I will tell you, you, you didn't hear his name mentioned uh, there in our last segment when talking about the top five dynasty wide receivers. He has fallen as of this month's data out of the top five. He's wide receiver six in that mid-second round range. And uh, I have to admit that this 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 has to come as a result of this Aaron Rodgers news sure. that there's some real concern about uh, Devontae Adams' future, his production, his value, how worried are you, Matt? Very, because I think there's an excellent chance Rodgers 
doesn't play another snap for Green Bay, and at most plays one year, you know, so Adams and Rodgers for one year is worth X, and I think his his uh, stock drops dramatically without Rodgers. He's a great player. He's had a great year, a uh, great career, and he's coming off a great year. But he's not a special talent. He's not a transcendent DK Metcalf, Julio Jones, special specimen that just overcomes the situation. And I'm not sure that he's a buy low because of it either. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying sell at all costs, but you have to realize that that is a dwindling asset. Looking at some recent trades, again, these are from the Dynasty Trade Finder at Dynasty League Football. These are real trades that have happened in Dynasty Leagues. Uh, the most recent, Devontae Adams for the 1.07 and the 3.04 rookie picks. That is in a super flex league, so that seven pick has uh, yeah, has right. some pretty significant value. We're, that's maybe, uh, what, maybe Travis Etienne or Zach Wilson or someone like that. Um, so what was the second not a, pick? Not a slouch there. Uh, 3.04. Mm. I think I still lean Adams, but depending on the state of my team, I could certainly be convinced, you know, because back to our previous conversation, you can find receivers. I mean, you can't find Devontae Adams everywhere, but you can find receivers. And, man, I mean, that, that pick is pretty valuable. It's a starting quarterback, a starting young quarterback and a rookie. Yeah, that could even be Jamar Chase, maybe. I was thinking that, too. I almost said the same thing. Yeah. Next one, Devontae Adams for a pair of wide receivers, Calvin Ridley and Jalen Rager. Is that enough for you to sell Devontae Adams? Not quite. Rager just doesn't hold much weight right now. It just it it really actually comes down, even though he's the secondary piece, it comes down to what you think of Rager. We mm-hmm. we know what Ridley is. Uh, Ridley Ridley versus Adams is a conversation. Well, if that's the case, then maybe you have to take this deal. I know. Are you totally you totally giving up on Jalen Rager? No, but I don't like the state of their passing game. I'm not a Jalen Hurts yeah. believer. Yeah, and I own a lot Let's of Rager a couple more from last year, but I'm yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Devonte Adams and a 2022 first rounder for DeAndre Swift. Hmm. Adams and a first for Swift. Probably lean towards uh, that, Swift, but that's pretty fair. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's fair. I, I just have such a hard time. Even even these young running backs, I have such a hard time paying the big price for mm-hmm. them. Um, and, and and this is certainly a big price. Uh, one for one, even up trade, Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams? Who do you want? Hill. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Pretty, pretty easily, actually. That Swift one's still in the back of my head. That's a tough call. <laughs> it's a close it one. Uh, there's a lot here, though. There's a lot on the trade finder, which tells us there is a, a big-time market, whether you're buying or selling Devontae Adams as a result of uh, of the the Rogers situation and the, the rumors that are out there. Uh, whichever side of that you lean on, you can probably get a deal done. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.